Welcome to the student manager and now batting number one shortstop from Holy Family from Servite, Colin Conroy. What's up, Cece? How are you? I like the introduction. I you, love that. You like that? I do. I do. I am number one, so that's perfect. I do my research. I'm just making sure. Colin like from that. Towson University in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, most of my followers and listeners, they love that brand name, the mm-hmm. sweatshirt, the UCLA, UCLA, mm-hmm. schools, right? We're going to talk Towson University. And the reason why I know Towson University is because, obviously, you know, I, I love basketball. I know you That's love basketball. That's the only reason why I know Towson University. Was it because we almost beat Florida this year? No, this was okay. like way before. Way back. Okay. Yeah, probably even before like when you guys sucked and every time I look and bet whoever Towson's is playing, I'm putting my money on the other team. I would too. I right? don't blame you. And I think you guys are in the CAA, CAA yes, Colonial sir. Athletic Association. Mm-hmm. So before we get into your experience and your story, because it's a good story, we want to thank our executive producer, Murph Cargis. Murph Cargis in the house, formerly of Sugar Ray. Those of you who are following and listening, Google Sugar Ray. Bass player right here. He makes everything happen, Colin. Really? Everything. So we also want to thank our executive sponsorship, corporate sponsorship, Fonger News, the one and only. We only have one sponsor, but after maybe we get more followers and listeners that download your podcast, Mm -hmm. people are going to want to advertise and we'll get this thing paid for. You know, I love Fonger News. Why? It's funny. It's comical. And I know you and it it could be the, the simplest stuff. There's a flood. And you just you make it funny. I was like, I like this. I like this. Well, thank you. And I've known you for a long time mm-hmm. since Holy Family, which is the elementary school in Orange. I always thought you were probably the in your class the the best athlete thank in that you. class. Play football, basketball, everything. Um, and now you are starting shortstop at Towson mm-hmm. University in Baltimore. Let's go right into it. Why Towson? Biggest reason, I'm not paying for school. Um, they they gave me a big scholarship, um, and parents were happy about that. So, uh, hard work paid off. Um, but I also never been to the East Coast. Don't know when I'm gonna go to the East Coast ever again. Um, so I thought, all right, get to travel up and down. I've done my tours. Uh, going to Boston this spring. We play Northeastern. Jack right. will be in attendance. There you go, Jack Meyer. We just had him on a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he'll be there for the game. Uh, been to New York. Uh, go down to South Carolina, North Carolina, D.C., Philly. Um, so I get to see the East Coast. It's kind of cool. Um, but then playing time, big thing I believe in is uh, go somewhere where you feel welcomed and where you're going to develop more. And obviously I want to play, and that was the best place for me to play, so I took it. And, and we'll get into this because most of my guests are attending universities mm-hmm. as a student, and we'll talk a little bit about your experience as a student athlete. Mm-hmm. But it didn't start at Towson University. You took a road yes. and you went to uh, Servite High School. Yes, sir. And then after Servite High School, where did you go? I went to Northwest Missouri State University in Maryville, Missouri, about two hours north of Kansas City. All right. So very Midwest, mm-hmm. right? And what did you like? What did you not like? Because obviously you didn't stay there that no, long. I some one semester and then I bounced, went home. Why? Um, Thought I liked it. Took a visit out there, out of high school. Um, I didn't play senior year that much. I think I played like six games or something. Um, so I knew coming in, I need to find somewhere to play at the next level because I still want to play. Love baseball. Love everything about it. Um, and, and I remember it's in the fall. 
I knew I wasn't going to play in the spring. So I was like, okay, I got to commit somewhere. So they gave me a walk-on spot. I just took it, just took it. <laughs> and I was like, because I didn't want to go to junior college. This is, I mean, I'll this tie is, it in. This is Colin coming out of Servite High School as a senior. So followers that are students, that are student athletes, as well as parents, listen. Because he said, if I'm hearing this correctly, you are a uh, senior fall and you're not, you knew you weren't going to play. No, knew I wasn't going to play. Didn't know where I was going to go. So I was freaking out. Taking the first thing that came. Yes. First thing that came. And as a preferred walk on. Yes. So, so I had a spot, but still had to earn it, but no money, but I get to play. So, and I went to serve at prep school. No one wants to go to a junior college out of prep school. Everyone goes to the big four year name. So I, inside I'm like, shoot, I got to go to a university. I have to. Everyone else is going to university, so, so I have to as well. Um, so I got caught up in that, I think. And So let's talk about that because, first of all, I, you are my first Servite. I just thought about that. You are my first Servite. Go wow. Friars. Go Friars. Right? We'll talk about that formation. Yes. Bleed the S formation mm -hmm. or whatever you all call that. All right. So what pressure did you feel as a student, because we talk about that with a lot of modern day students, mm -hmm. Newport Harbor, CDM students here in Orange County, the pressure they have as a senior of that whole, where are you going to college? Where are yeah. you going to college? Yeah. People started looking, I mean, I started looking junior year. My dad and I took trips to Colorado. I think one summer we went two weeks in Colorado because I wanted to go to school somewhere. And I thought that was a place for me to go. Ended up not working out. But I think... I did not know where I was going, and it was November. And senior year in November, I still don't know where I'm going. A lot of people do. Um, or they're waiting to hear back, and I still haven't sent anything out because I'm like, I'm waiting for something for baseball, right? Um, so it was like, I don't know where I'm going. I know a lot of my friends know where they're going, and they're going to the big-name schools. I'm happy. I'm happy. They get the whole college experience. I wanted that too. At least I thought I did. Right. Um, looking back on it now... I should have gone to a junior college straight away because I wanted to play baseball and it would have been better for me and my self-interest and my playing career if I just went to a junior college right away. So listen to that. He said he would have gone to a community college, which we've been promoting. Mm -hmm. I've been promoting, speak of the devil, IBC. That's where I went. OCC, Saddleback, mm -hmm. and Golden West because those are all good feeders here in Southern mm -hmm. California. And guess what? Sports too. One of the better community college uh, conferences or leagues, I don't know what you call it now, um, in California. I know right. for baseball, at least, best talent out there. Uh, junior colleges in California, even the coaches back east and a lot of other coaches I've met know a lot about SoCal and California baseball and the Orange Empire Conference. So I wish I knew that prior. Uh, but So knowing what you know now, what mm -hmm. would you tell parents as well as students? either being an athlete mm -hmm. or not an athlete? I'd say biggest thing, know what your end goal is in terms of your last few years of college. Like I'm going to my last year right now. Um, had I thought about this na uh, back then, mm -hmm. I would have gone to junior college. It was, what do you want to do? Great advice. I want to play baseball. So I want to go somewhere that's going to help me promote myself and ultimately hopefully get me to where I want to go and get drafted. Um, another big thing is you have to be in an area that you're going to like. Say, biggest thing, I think a good piece of advice I got was if you're not playing baseball in a day, 
Are you still going to be happy where you are? So it, you could turn that around to academics. If you're not in class or you're not working at your job on campus or outside of campus, do you like where you are? Because you're, you're living there for, what, eight, nine months out of the year? Right. It's your, it's your home away from home. So you really have to think, do I enjoy being here when I'm bored or not doing anything? Because that's a big thing. What, what you just stated, I tell parents and students all the time, mm -hmm. take away your sport. If your coach got fired today, mm -hmm. do you still want to get a degree there? Correct. Right? And if you did not have that sport, where do you where do you see yourself fitting into? Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you touched on that because a lot of parents need to hear that. Students need to hear that. They get so caught up into I gotta commit, I gotta mm -hmm. commit, mm -hmm. right? We're and and you're a student athlete, it was a preferred walk-on. Mm -hmm. Right. So Maryville, that's just high level because I don't even know where Northwest Missouri State is. They're the Bearcats. They're in Maryville. I kind of looked them up. I saw on the map. I said, ah, maybe it was it D2. It was D2. Uh, okay. They basketball and football, they've won multiple NCAA championships. So what I got from that was a big football school. Right. Big tailgate. It's D2. Yes. But the whole town goes to the game. So I love that. I thought that was fun. Whole town goes to the game. Yes. I thought that was fun. Um, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So remember first month there, um, I was like, wow. You, is, did, when you stepped foot on campus mm -hmm. in the fall, did mm -hmm. you know right away this is not the place for you? Yes. But I was kind of afraid to tell my parents that because I was like, they were so excited. They were so excited that I'm going to college <laughs> freshman year. They're moving me in. And like a little piece of me was like, I don't want to go I here. I do not want to be here. But I was like, it's baseball. You know, baseball is what I love doing. If I play, I'll be happy. And that's where I went against my own advice. Didn't think about if I wasn't playing baseball, would I be happy here? And the answer was no. Well, and you learned a lot mm -hmm. in those three or four years. So how many times did you visit Maryville? Once. Okay, so if you had to do it all over again, because I have my take, and I know how many times someone should go visit a college. Mm -hmm. It should be more than once. I went once, and it was for it was a Friday Saturday thing. I went for a uh, uh, they I they flew me out where I flew out. I don't remember for uh, a camp because they're like, hey, we want to see you once before you know everything starts moving, and had a good camp, whatever. But it was I showed up. To the hotel, ate dinner, went to bed. Next morning, I woke up at 8, did the camp, had a campus tour, and I was on a flight back home. I tell students that they should go visit as many times as they can. Mm -hmm. Not on a game day football weekend. Mm -hmm. You have right. to, at least once. Definitely once. But yeah, like, experience. Say, say uh, football's away. Say basketball's away too. Say there's no sports on campus for that weekend. Are you going to enjoy where you are? How about go visit, here's advice mm -hmm. my guests have been giving. How about go just visit that school on a Tuesday or Wednesday when mm -hmm. there's nothing going on? Exactly. See what see if you see yourself walking down the campus and be like, hey, maybe it's not packed. I still like it though. Right. Because I mean, we've got like when we don't have football or basketball, okay, yeah, it's dead on campus, but I mean I still enjoy where I'm at. And let's face it, that Northwest only has seven thousand students. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to go to a school with, and Towson's at 20,000, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. right? So did you know if you uh, wanted to go to school with a, a big fill or middle or? I was, at that time, I was like, ah, maybe I want a smaller one. Um, 
And I was like, oh, 7,000, 8,000, like that. That's a lot of people. And then when I thought about it, I saw the same people walking to class every day. And I knew, and it was to the point where I knew one kid's schedule. And I didn't even know the kid. But it was weird because 8 a.m., I'd pass him in the liberal arts building. 9.30, I'd go get something to eat, and he'd be at the Chick-fil-A. 10.50, it was just weird because I would see that kid every day. And and that's good. Well, wait, hold on. You know Michaela Bauchia? Yes. She's coming on my podcast upcoming. Perfect. And she goes to Santa Clara mm-hmm. with Joe Brown. Right? Joe Brown goes to Santa Clara. Joe Brown, yeah. He was on my podcast. Okay, okay. We're giving up props to Holy Family Love right the now. the Holy Family graduates. But anyways, they only have less than 10,000, mm-hmm. 12,000. And they they tell me they see the same people every yeah. day. And I... It's, it's not it, like I that's a good like fit that. if you want that. Oh yeah, but I didn't. I don't think I wanted that. Okay. I thought I did because I didn't want to be. Because I think a big thing is I visited. I remember I visited ASU, visited there once, and I think that's what I got in my head. Do not want a big school. That was like fifty okay. some thousand. That yes. campus was giant, huge. ASU and Tempe is huge. Was not me. Was not me. I I walked two miles. I was still on like one side of the campus. Right. You're like, still in one building. Yes. I was like, okay, uh, small school. So Northwest. I was like, okay, small school. It's got baseball. It's got football. It's got basketball. I'm gonna enjoy it. All right. Now let's fast forward. Let's go to IVC because mm-hmm. you spent two years there, right? Yes. And yes. as a player, you spent two years. Had great. Uh, Stats there, you're all OEC. Mm-hmm. I think you batted 314 on base percentage, 46 mm-hmm. base. You know, I, I, I'm like, damn, Patrick, right now, doing yeah, my, I love it, doing, doing my research. Right, <laughs> tell me what brought you home. Why IVC? So, um, travel ball that summer. Uh, two of my friends were like, "Hey, uh, are you excited to go to Northwest?" And I was kind of like, they saw the hesitation, and they're like, "Hey, we know the IVC coach. Um, I can give you a call." You could be on the team, like, it's okay. And I was like, nah, like, thank you, but no, thank you. Fast forward two months later, I'm on the phone. Hey, could you call the IVC coach for me? (laughs) He's like, what's up? I'm like, I think I want to transfer. So had a conversation with Madol, and I told him, hey, I know you probably have your roster set because it's November, December. Right. You've probably made your cuts. Look, I get it. I'm looking for a place to play. I went here to Northwest. I don't like it. I'm not having fun. I'm going to redshirt. And I know that if I'm going to be in this town of seven, 8,000 people and I'm not going to be playing baseball and I'm not traveling, it's going to be miserable for me. And I know that. And I wasn't in a good place at the time. And I was like, I need to go home. I need to go home now. So talked to him. I said, hey, just give me a shot. Just give me a shot. That's all I need. I don't care who's in front of me, who I have to compete with. Give me a shot to play and you won't regret it. And and you did all the initiation. Yes. Right? So those listeners out there, if you're a student athlete, right? What, what advice would you give them? I'd say, look, parents in high school, they do a lot for you because they want to help you as much as you can. But at the end of the day, it's not their career. It's yours. And if you want to get something for yourself, get going on something, you got to, like you said, you got to be initiative. You got to start. You got to make the phone calls. And I remember my parents were like, they were freaking out a little bit. They're like, you don't want to stay there? I'm like, no, I want to go home. They're like, are you figuring it out? I'm like, yes. And they're like, okay, if you figure it out, you can go to IVC. And I was like, okay. So I did everything. A lot cheaper too. It is. And I'm, I saved a lot of money. Two years. Mm-hmm. You got all your classes done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm going to pause there because 
what you just did and experienced, remember the Raiden sisters? Mm -hmm. They came on this podcast uh, during the summer and they talked about when they transferred, they're the ones picking up the phone and making those calls, pitching to the coaches, mm -hmm. call him. No matter what happens, you're not going to be playing baseball for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you in your career. Mm -hmm. And you know, Fonger News, Fonger News and student manager will take off because yeah, we do this podcast for a college search and admission process to help students and parents. Mm -hmm. But in four or five years, it's going to grow because now you all are going to be transitioning into jobs. Formerly, right? I was a sales manager. Mm -hmm. I've interviewed a lot of sales people and you need to learn those skills. Oh, sales yes. is for everybody. Mm -hmm. You don't realize you're selling, but you are selling. Yes. I mean, I, I had to sell myself to IVC. I had to say, hey, here are my stats in high school. I don't have a lot. <laughs> um, I didn't Friars, play much. Trinity League. <sighs> I wish I played more, but I didn't. And hey, like I'm a grinder. Like I'll take what I can get. But yeah, I had to sell myself. I had to sell myself to Towson too. Same thing. It's why should we take you? And I'm like, okay, here are my stats. Obviously, you've seen me play. You know I can play. Um, this is what I can bring to the table. I know I'm not the biggest guy, but I'm speedy. I'll steal bags for you. I'll lay down some months. I'll play great defense. I will not make more than 10 errors in a season. I promise you that. Um, I will hit behind runners. I'll do my job. So my job as a player is to make other people better, and I'm going to play within myself. And you're not going to get anything but that. And I hope you know that. You're going to hustle. Yeah. Small ball. Yes, yeah, small ball. West Coast baseball. Right. It works. Jose Altuve. Hey. If I can be like him, I'd love it. And guess what? He's doing a pretty good job right now. Hey, you know, that's a whole nother podcast in itself, <laughs> but I'm thinking of someone that uh, represents Ben Roethlisberger, okay. right? He's a quarterback now, mm -hmm. right? But the guy that represents him, he wasn't even a quarterback in college, Roethlisberger. Really? And he was a good friend and he just took a chance on him and he was the agent. He was promoting, going out, selling, promoting him. I should do that for you. You know, that. when you graduate, right? Mm -hmm. I got this kid. And for me, I'm doing it for free. But when we land that big contract, <laughs> Colin, you know, what, what's up? Right? We got That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So well, that, well, that's only another podcast. Okay. So let's talk about IVC because I just want to talk one segment mm -hmm. about IVC before we get into Towson. Okay. Because I tell a lot of students and parents, and you said, if you had to do it all over again, you'd go back to community college. I'd go back to community. So let's pretend there's no Northwest Missouri State. Okay. You're two years at IVC. Mm -hmm. What was the best thing you learned at IVC, take away the baseball that prepared you for Towson University? I think the biggest thing is you're taking, you're taking college classes, but you're not at a university. So there really isn't a whole lot of pressure. There really isn't. And I think the way junior college is, it sets you up well. At least IVC did. Um, they were college big college classes. I learned a lot. I learned how to write. Like I learned how to write so much more than I did at Servite. And I was just about to say, and you didn't learn how to write? At I did. I did. But I learned, see, MLA is all high school. Um, never learned APA. And at Towson now, it's all APA. So I learned how to write at IVC, like APA Explain, college style. A, so tell my, walk okay. my followers and listeners, MLA, APA. So biggest difference is mostly just formatting the paper. Um, when you have a huge research paper, you have uh, headings, subheadings, and just it's more like organization. Right. Right. Um, but never knew about that. Took a few writing classes at IVC. Now I, I go into Towson. I know what I'm doing. If I'd not been to IVC, I'd go straight. I'd still be writing MLA. And, you know, my research paper I just wrote probably didn't get a B on it. Probably would have got a worse grade. But um, I think it prepared you for college because you're taking college classes. You don't really have that stress of being at a university. Um and at some classes were easy and it kind of, uh, it ramped up a little bit, but it kind of, it prepared you well. Um, 
and schools see that you're you're two years into a junior college, you're taking college classes, you have good grades, you're more likely to get accepted to more universities. Your percentage of getting accepted to universities skyrocket just because those colleges know, wow, he's got two years of college under his belt versus a kid who's from high school who maybe he's taken a few AP classes, but he hasn't taken a college courses yet. Mm -hmm. This kid has taken 30 units and he's done well. So he's prepared. We know this kid's going to thrive. Um, so I think it's an easier transition, I'd say, into college. So those that are listening, community college, I've been pushing and pushing this. If you're not emotionally ready, mm -hmm. if you're not academically ready, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It is. It's, it's fine. And I, I found out the hard way going out of state, not enjoying it, coming home, realizing, hey, I wasn't ready to go to college. It's not bad. It's not, it's not a bad thing. I got two more years at home and I was happy. I think that's the biggest thing. I was happy. And so you were successful playing baseball. Mm -hmm. How did we get recruited to Towson? So, uh, the junior colleges baseball, they have two showcases. They've got a Northern California junior college showcase and a Southern California junior college showcase. And each team in all of Southern California sends three guys. So me and two other kids on the team, we were sent to the showcase. And there was probably 60, 70 scouts that were there. And the three kids on your team are probably the three best ones. You'll probably have a pitcher. You might have all three pitchers if that's it. So you're facing the best guys in Southern California who are at the junior college level. And um, so he was there. A recruiting guy from Towson was there. He's actually from Tahoe. So he goes home, and when he goes home, he does recruiting up and down the state. Mm -hmm. So he happened to be there. Um, I played really well in the game, uh, played solid defense, uh, stole two bags, played, I, I played well. Um, was able to showcase my arm, and I hit well during batting practice. So I remember that day I was like, I was happy. I was like, hey, I did my job. I Whatever happens, happens. Exactly. A few days later, I got a phone call from Santa Barbara. I was... Ecstatic. So, oh God, I was so happy. I was like, wow, this is a division one school. I've never talked to someone like that. And I was scared. I remember the phone call. He goes, so what do you know about uh, Santa Barbara? And like, I'm on the freeway on the 55 right now. It's rush hour. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm already stressed. I'm like, I, I hate traffic. I'm not patient. Hands are getting sweaty. Oh, my hands were clammy. And I got a college coach and he asked me a question and it was super simple. What do you know about Santa Barbara? And I go, you guys have palm trees. <laughs> and I, as soon as I said, I was like, that's what you say. And he started laughing, but I just remember like, uh, the more you start talking to coaches, the more you learn how to talk to coaches. So that was like my right. real first time. So that's a big thing. Um, they just want you to be straight up. The, they don't need anything really from you. It just be yourself. Exactly. And cause they and, want and that, you for you at the end of the day. And that goes after you graduate in the real job mm -hmm. in the real world. Yeah. Right. You're going to have these conversations. All right. So you're talking about preparation, mm -hmm. being organized. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Cause then I'm doing this now recently with all my podcasts. This is going to help you. You don't have to answer the right or uh, get the question right or wrong, but this will help you in the real world. Okay. Who is the president of Towson University? Uh, Kim Schwartz. Kim Schwartzel. Yeah, give it up. <laughs> I did not tee that up. Give that up. Murph Cargis just heard that. See, you know who the president is? That's just, yes. that's the first start. And the reason why I asked that, I'm going to tell every one of my guests is when I interview, 
when I was a sales manager, I always said, who's the CEO of our company? You should know. You should know. Absolutely. Okay. Do you know who Tim Leonard is? Yes. I speak to him a lot. He's who's the, Tim Leonard? So he's our uh, AD for our athletics. And Athletic director? He's uh, very involved with, obviously, because he's athletic director. Um, but I see him a lot. I talk to him. Uh, me and a girl, uh, we're, we run a mental health organization for athletes on our campus. And so we're, he's very involved to help us because we're trying to promote it, get funding for it, try and turn it into a program at Towson. It's, it's in the works. Uh, you know, I have ADs. My goal is to have coaches that I know and ADs mm -hmm. that I know on this show. Maybe we get Tim Leonard on. I would love to. I mean, he would love to. He would love to. Right? He would love it. Um, so here is, let's, let's talk about Towson University. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to sell Southern California on Towson okay. University. What's the graduation rate at Towson University? 68, 70%, somewhere around there. This kid is sharp and he's doing his <laughs> research. It's 68% graduation okay. rate. How many graduates alumni network is Towson University? How many? Correct. Like look, since Towson's been around, how many alumni are floating around that can say they graduated Towson University? This might be a high number. But I'd assume more than fifty thousand. One hundred sixty-five thousand. Okay. Okay. One hundred sixty-five thousand in the alumni network. Okay. And that's key. I always tell students you should know how big the alumni network is because four years is your college. Correct. Right. And you're doing the right thing. If you talk to Tim Leonard, I remember when I was a student manager at Long Beach State, mm -hmm. I always wondered who this Corey Johnson was, right, walking around. Uh, or Dan Radakovich, who was a business developer. Now okay. Dan Radakovich is now the AD at Clemson. Okay. okay. Big time. And I followed him. I kept in touch with him at Georgia Tech and Clemson. You never know. You never know. So you never know. Tim Leonard's probably a young guy. Mm -hmm. he's, he's on the younger side. Yeah. Yes. And 10, 20 years, he might be an AD big time somewhere. So keep mm -hmm. your connections, okay. Colin. Okay. So 20,000 students at Towson, mm -hmm. Towson University. Let's start selling Towson. Okay. Um, it's in the neighborhood of Baltimore. Uh, it's about 20 minutes north of Baltimore. Now, granted, Baltimore is not the prettiest city in America, but Towson is just north. It's a nice area. It's safe. Um, we don't. We, we kind of have a, a a rule, or at least our coaches, because like, hey, it's kind of hard to pitch a kid to go to Baltimore, uh, especially. I'm from Orange County, so like, so the demographics totally different. Not is it diverse? Di way, way, way more diverse. So what's, what do you appreciate? What do you love about the area? I like the city feel. So I like driving to my, uh, I'm, I'm out of two miles, mile and a half, two miles from uh, campus. Okay. So I drive to campus. Not bad. Take the same road every day. Um, but Towson is developing a lot. They're getting tons of construction. What we kind of joke around is like, hey, on campus, there's always going to be construction. When you go downtown or uptown to the mm -hmm. bars or to get food, there's always going to be construction. There's always going to be cranes. So it, it feels busy, and I like that feeling. How, so you live off campus? Yes. Have you always lived off campus? Yes. How is uh, – let's talk about the social life. Okay. Obviously, you're a student athlete, mm -hmm. Division One, But how is – is there a Greek – is there a Greek there life? There is Greek life. So tons of frats and sororities. Um, we don't have Greek row. Okay. That's the biggest thing. Uh, Maryland's got this rule. You'll, I think this will make you laugh. So you cannot have more than four people in the same house that are different blood. So if they're not family, it's a brothel. Got it. Wait, 
repeat that again so, so my followers and listeners here is this a more, baltimore or this Maryland? is a baltimore county okay baltimore law. County. and it's been it's one of those laws that has never changed since the 1700s right <laughs> like you know those weird ones about can't have a pig in a bathtub in like connecticut or something you're like why would i have a pig in a bathtub kind of thing. so bottom line there is no fraternity or sorority uh, houses. houses now they have apartments or um if they do live in a house it's only four people um, but you're not going to see like, uh, the Pike symbol above a house or anything. Right. You'll just be like, Hey, that apartment one one right there, uh, try Delta. That's where one of them lives or right. four of them. Um, Underground. Correct. How's the party scene? Uh, big bar school. Okay. Big bar school. So if you're 21 and up, it's perfect. Where's your favorite bar to hang out? So, uh, my favorite bar is called CNR. CNR. Uh, uh it's country uh, cowboys and rednecks. I love that name right there. Murph Cargus, Cowboys and Rednecks. And it's a pub. It's and a pub. Love it. Um, I love that name. I love it. Uh, one of um, one of the bartenders, his name is Ron. Shout okay. out to you, Ron. One of my favorite guys. I uh, got close to him. I got hurt. So I got redshirted last year. Okay. Had surgery. So didn't have a lot to do when my team was traveling. So I went to the bars. So besides CNR, where else are we uh, Green Turtle is another one. Uh, rec room, um, little dickies. Um, if you don't have a lot of money and you're just want to have a good time, go there for eight dollars and you'll be fine. And let's talk about. Here's a question. We, we we're gonna go through the same routine. Mm -hmm. Late night. Okay. Right. You've been smashed, hammered, drinking. Uh, where are we getting late night munchies? Towson Diner, open twenty four seven. Wow. What do they serve? What's your favorite meal there? Uh, ham in Swiss omelet, four eggs. It's a four <laughs> egg omelet. Uh, they don't do hash browns. They do home style potatoes. All right. And then probably just a water. I don't drink a lot of soda, but I've been there multiple times, 3 a.m. with a few buddies, $8, four egg omelet and the affordable. Yes. Key affordable. So now it's the next morning and it's healthy. There you go. Water too. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated. Mm -hmm, I tell this. all my students, parents, cover your ears. Stay hydrated. That's my golden rule right mm -hmm. now. I tell my kids that. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. So now you wake up, mm -hmm. right? You need breakfast. You're hungover. Where are we going? If I went to the Towson Diner that morning at 3 a.m., I'm probably not going back. So THB, Towson Hot Bagels. It's a bagel shop in Towson. It's known around the city, around Baltimore. It's your best bagels you're ever going to get. And I'm gluten-free, unfortunately. They've got gluten-free bagels. So I go there a lot. I get egg, sausage, bacon, and cream cheese on the bagel, orange juice, and I'm perfect. Love it. Murph, wasn't my last guest gluten-free gluten -free, too? Yeah. Wow. Really? <laughs> See? All right. So wait, for all my followers and listeners out there that have gluten-free students, mm -hmm. so, like, tell parents it's okay. They don't have to worry, it's right? It's okay. Um, the dining halls have options. Um, all you really have to do is tell the people like, Hey, I'm gluten-free. What do you have? And you know, they have certain sections. So like I'm, I'm on campus a lot. I'm an athlete. I'm up at 6am every day lifting. I'm usually there at night for night classes. So excuse me. I usually eat breakfast and lunch on campus every day. Usually dinner is at home unless I have a night class and I'll probably eat three meals a day on campus. So I'm either at the dining halls or the little cafes. So like 
I know what I can eat now. I know what's gluten-free type of thing, but they've got options, which is perfect. So if you live off campus, mm -hmm. right? And when you say you're eating on campus, is that part of your scholarship? Uh, no. So they're, I, I pay my, I pay for food and rent and that's it right now. Okay. So they pay for everything else. To where um, they pay for tuition, yes. they pay for books. Yes, yes. So and you're paying, not a bad gig. Mm -mm. Uh, and you're paying for your food. Where's the favorite place to eat on campus? So my breakfast place is called Paws. I go there every morning. Um, it's kind of in the, the hub of campus. It's right by the baseball field. Okay. So it's perfect for me. I go shower, change, go get breakfast at Paws. Um, I have these meal points. Meal, we have a meal plan. You get like 75 points, which is like just like dollars or whatever. Right. And then like 100 meals. So I get one meal swipe every morning and I got eggs, hash browns and sausage and it's perfect to, it, it lasts me through a class or two and then I eat again. Michael's in town with your mm -hmm. mom. Where are you telling them to take you to dinner? Taco adobe. Um, Mexican food is not a thing back East in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They can tell me to go somewhere and I say, no, thank you. Same thing with sushi. You would think as a coast city, they'd have good sushi. I like my West Coast. What about station. the crab roll? Hand crab roll? No? Yeah. I've had crab. Crab's amazing. It's just, it's, it's like an appetizer. So let's talk about, I mean, we're talking about crab. How often do you get into the Baltimore? Uh, often. So uh, for baseball, we fundraise a lot. So we go down to the Ravens and we hand out programs. So we do that four or five times a year. We get to sneak into a game. All right. Saw Tom Brady play. And the Ravens. That was cool. It was cold, so we left, but stayed for a quarter. That was cool. Um, some of the other community service things we do, we work out with like uh, with this nonprofit organization, Baltimore. We do that quite a bit. Um, work with uh, kids from the inner city who, I mean, they're struggling. And it's a week, it's a day on a Sunday where they don't have to worry about what's happening. They get fed. Uh, they get Gatorade proteins after the workout type of thing. And honestly, we just hang out with them and have fun. And it's it's cool. But we're in Baltimore a lot, but our coaches say, do not go to Baltimore unless you have a reason to go to Baltimore. Like, there's no point in you just driving down there just because you want to Just drive. hanging out. Well, you want to go hang out, go watch Lamar Jackson. Yes, and that's fine. They're like, go ahead, but like, got to be purpose. with someone. Yeah, have a purpose to be in Baltimore because it's not the safest city. Um, we are 20 minutes outside of it, so Towson's safe. Um, but it's kind of like, have a reason to go to Baltimore. Um and that's kind of what they say. And always have someone with you. How many football games were you able to go to this year? A lot. Almost, uh, I think every home, uh, everyone but one. So paint the picture. Walk me through game day. Okay. So we're FCS in football. We're division one in every other sport, but football, we're one FCS. Uh, Pre-ranked top 10. Good. Uh, Tom Flacco is our quarterback. Joe Flacco's brother. Uh, had a pretty good last year. Okay. Good year. Made playoffs. Kind of, we lost first round, unfortunately. So we're top 10. First game, it's one o'clock game. Um, in September for baseball, we don't, we don't have weekends off. In October, we practice seven days or six days and have Monday off. So sat, uh, Saturdays in September, we're tailgating. So I have a truck. My roommate has a truck. Another kid has a truck. So we're in charge of getting the spots in the parking lot. So <laughs> we're there at 10 a.m., you know, I have like Chipotle or something with me. I'm eating, I drive, I park, and I sit for an hour or two before everyone starts showing up. Um, so if it's a one o'clock game, we're there before 10. If it's a four o'clock game, we like the four o'clock games. Okay. Um, so if it's a four o'clock, we're there at 10 still. Um, and our whole baseball team tailgates. Uh, our baseball team parties a lot. 
it's a good thing, also a bad thing at times, but um, so our you tailgates still are have fun. fun we still have like. fun. We have a lot of fun. We're a close bunch of guys, and best thing, all the athlete, athletics teams support everybody, which is awesome. So we're tailgating with softball, soccer, lacrosse, and then we go to the football game. So, all right, we're drinking 11 to 1 or 2, having fun. Game's at 4, and this thing, so Green Turtle is a bar, right? Okay. On the football field, they've got tents pitched up, and it's called the Turtle Tent. If you're 21, there's drinks there, and you're right on the goal line. And there's like a little white picket fence that really doesn't do much, but you're... So we go there. We have fun. We heckle, heckle the referees, our team, just for fun, but then the other team. So it's it's a lot of fun. How, how many people are at these games? Um, 4,000, 5,000? Six, five, okay. 6,000. So, I mean, it's a small stadium. Um, if it was... Like a, if it was in golf, like an O, like a normal stadium, it'd be awesome. But it's okay. not. You just got two sides and it's open and a big track. I mean, it's a nice stadium to play on. Um, but, I mean, yeah, 5,000, give or take. And then, uh, I mean, most of them are probably going to be athletes because we love, we love football. How's the – now, this is a, a, a guy-to-guy mm-hmm. question. How's the female athlete or female student body, the, the, if, if you're a guy – So we're it, outnumbered. Okay. Guys are not a bad thing. I'm, no. I enjoy it. It's okay. Great ratio. So it's, it's almost 70% females. Okay. Like we, it's, it's, it's like a three to one. Okay. So it's, it's good. We're happy. Either it's in the 60% men's 40%. Um, I'm close with a lot of, uh, girls on, uh, other teams. Um, it kind of it's kind of difficult being the California kid from SoCal. Yeah. Know? That that's life must be rough. It's rough. So maybe there should be more, Students from Southern mm-hmm. California, Orange County, going out there. I, th- I think they should. The, I mean, the girls love seeing my hair, and you know it's right. Ooh, California nice boy. I wear my board shorts all the time, so it's kind of hard to tell who I am. You know, I, I dress like the stereotypical uh, Southern <laughs> California kid. Okay, let's talk about that. Did, mm-hmm. how, are people? I have a lot of guests on from mm-hmm. different schools. They say, uh, they just, oh, you you don't have to dress up from California. You guys look too nice. Like mm-hmm. how do people dress? What's the um, East so coast? Not a lot of vans. I wear okay. vans all the time. Um, I love them. I'm going to wear board shorts and a t-shirt. That's like, if I had a day, if I just outfit, I could wear every day. It's vans, board shorts and a t-shirt. That's just what I wear. Um, a lot of boots, like, like, like bean boots, like okay. uh, JJ, was LL bean or something like that. Right. A lot of those boots, uh, a lot of Tim Berlin's, um, a lot of running shoes, not a lot of vans here and there. Um, uh, Patagonia and North Face see a lot of those sweatshirts, a lot of those jackets and sweatshirts. Um, so it's different. They, they, they. I mean, it's cold, so like they dress up more. Um, I mean, it's a city. I think it's similar. If you go, if you're in LA and then you're in Baltimore, you're gonna see the uh, similar dress right. wear. So, what advice would you give students and parents? Uh, that are listening out there, you've had a great story to share uh, as they go through this process, like with the essays, mm-hmm. their grades, or the mindset of where should I go to college? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give them? Academics are really important. Um, I know as a high school kid, you're like, yeah, like it's important. Like I'll pass my classes. I'll be fine. It's like, well, you, you can't forget there's millions of people, millions of kids who are wanting to go to the same school as you, correct? So be on top of your grades, take it, because like you want to go to a college. You want to go to a good college. Your parents want you to go to a good college. Um, your essays are important because it describes 
It's like you said, you're a salesman. Those essays sell you to that school. So they want to know, why should I let this kid in? Explain who you are, where you're from, um, what you do. Be honest. That's all they want. That's all they want to hear is honesty. Like they want to hear, is this kid going to make an impact at my school? Am I going to want this kid here? Am I want him to represent Mm -hmm. me after? Because colleges love alumni. That's where a lot of funding comes in. So they want to say, hey, will this kid wear our colors or our name proudly after? Um, So, I mean, it's a big deal for colleges. Being genuine is the biggest advice Mm -hmm. I give students Mm -hmm. and parents uh, in that essay. Don't talk about, you know, the winning goal or your your student body president Mm -hmm. or whatever. Everybody can check that box. Oh, yes. Do you remember what your essay? Mine was actually about... um, do you remember the two incidents I had in high school? Yes. Yes. So I wrote about um, the, the night I got jumped. Yes. And just on like more of like a, a spiritual level and okay. then more of just like, I don't take life for granted anymore. Could have been taken away from me that night. So from that, kind of from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to have as much fun. I'm going to do what I want to do because I... Life can get taken away like that. And I had an experience like that. So I wrote about how I'm going to do the best of my ability to be successful. And I'm just going to be me at the end of the day. Um, I'm very opinionated, but I don't care what people think about me because I've learned that it doesn't matter. And as an athlete, you you don't want to put more pressure on yourself than there already is. So I talked about, hey, I'm going to go out and do what I need to do. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to make myself the best version of Colin Connor that there is. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. You're listening to Colin Conroy. He's a D1 shortstop, starting shortstop at Towson University, finishing his senior year, going to travel to Hawaii this year. We are going to Hawaii for a week. Your parents coming? My dad. It's his Christmas present. Uh, His birthday present. There you go. I don't know if he knows yet, but mom and I were, I was like, hey, it's his birthday. How do we fly him out? He'll play some golf. I love it. By the time this podcast airs, he might... He, he might, might be able to hear he it. He'll be like, oh, I out. hope I don't like ruin the surprise, but right, um, right. that's going to be fun. So in going, I'm going to just rattle off these stats. Towson University ranked 305 out of 650 public schools by Forbes, right? This is all the media honors they've had. Mm-hmm. On the money list, one of the best colleges, 147th school to go to. It's the 12th public, top public regional university. So there's a lot of good things going on with the Tigers, the black Mm -hmm. and gold at Towson University. And I'm glad you've had the opportunity to come back during your Christmas break, share the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love to have you on a future podcast. Oh, would love to. Might have to represent you when uh, we go big time and, you know, we can call it the Conroy Enterprises as a starting shortstop fundraising and corporate sponsor for the student manager. Hey, that's what I'm going for this uh this June is the 2020 draft and hopefully have a good year this year and uh, I don't care what round I get drafted it could be the 40th round Mr. Fallen I'll take it it doesn't matter what round it shot. is because it's all that heart mm-hmm. you've always had that heart since I've known you at Holy Family so we'd like to thank again our executive producer Murph Cargis for soundboard and making this show happen thank you for being the guest thank you for having thank me. our corporate sponsor Fonger News for the student manager and with that we're gonna say Fogger News out.